Welcome to the Christian Worship Center podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you. Visit us online at cwcbayarea.com for service times and directions. Good morning, CWC Bay Area family. I am so pumped this morning. And the re- one of the reasons is this is the first time I've had an opportunity to preach live in one of our services. We started our indoor services a couple weeks back. And uh, after the first week, the very first week, Pastor Nick brought a powerful word. And then the amen. And then the next week we were ready to, I was ready to minister and we had a, a little setback. So we shut down for a week to make sure everything was good. And uh, I preached to an empty sanctuary again, Pastor Nick. And then on Friday, last Friday, I was ready to preach and my daughter woke up with a fever. And so to make sure that we were safe, we didn't want, we're, we're, we're in, a, in a fluid situation here. We wanted to make sure everyone was safe. Our family went on immediate lockdown. And as we begin to, uh, we, she went got tested, she came back negative for flu, and then she came back negative for COVID as well. And so we're like, okay, we can get back, we can get back to life once again. And so we are just so excited to be here with you this morning. I'm going to ask you, those of you here to stand to your feet, uh, take your Bibles and turn with me to the book of Ephesians chapter 3. And as you're turning, for those of you at home that are joining us as well, that you would turn to Ephesians chapter 3. And I know being at home is a little difficult. I know when I watch the, the services at home, it's a little different than actually being here. And I want to encourage those of you at home, get to church. Come to church. There's a different atmosphere when you come and worship with the brothers and sisters, with the family. How many of you feel the presence of God in this place right now? Amen. We're starting a new series today called Exponential. Exponential, the word itself means to be more and more, more rapidly. It's the idea of growth that happens consistently and rapidly. It happens out of nowhere. And I don't know about you, but I believe that our God is a God of exponential. Our God is not a God of just addition. Our God is a God of multiplication. And I'm going to talk to you. This is not a prosperity gospel that I'm speaking to you this morning. This is a promise that Jesus, that God gives to us uh, from the book of Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Take a look at this. It says this in verse 20. Now to him who is able, who's him? God. Okay? God or Jesus. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond what we ask or think according to his power that works in us. Bow your heads as we pray this morning. Father, help in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Look at your neighbor and tell him exponential. You may be seated this morning. Now, I want you to understand something, that when we get to verse 20, for those of you here that are listening, those of you at home watching as well, that when we get to chapter verse 20 of chapter 3 of the book of Ephesians, you got to understand that there's some scriptures preceding verse 20 that are promises that are conditions for us to experience a chapter 3 verse 20. You don't get a chapter 3 verse 20 of Ephesians without first going through verse 14 through 19. Come on, say it again, Pastor. There are conditions God gives to us. Many of us are expecting, how many of you have more room in your life right now? More room for blessing, more, more room for, uh, for forgiveness, more room for love, more room for finances, more room. Come on, talk to me, somebody. 
You have more room right now. And so when you read verse 20, it's like, God, I, I hear what you're saying, but I have more room. I have more space for blessing to come. But the reality is that promise that Jesus has given to us, that promise that Paul gives to us through the word, you have to understand this. There is a prayer that Paul is praying in verses 14 through 19 that set the table for verse 20. And this is what he says. He says this, that prayer that he prays, number one, says this, that we would be strengthened first by the power of the Holy Spirit. How many of you know that the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, wants to dwell in you today? That you cannot make it through this life without the presence of God in your life. That we need a new measure of the Holy Spirit to come. Secondly, he asks that, the, that Christ would dwell in our hearts through faith. You, you don't have, you don't, it's not by feeling that we operate in our following of Christ. It is by faith. How many know that there are times that you don't feel saved? Come on. How many know that there's times that you don't feel close to God? And whenever you blow it, you feel like you're distant from God, that somehow you've been exiled. How many of you have ever prayed a prayer and felt like your prayer's not going anywhere and that God's not hearing your prayer? I know there's times as a pastor, I've felt that way. But I want to encourage you today. Paul's saying this, I want you to be strengthened by the Holy Spirit. And then I want you to to have Christ dwell in your heart through faith, that you're not always going to fill Christ, but that you know that he's there. Number three, he says that we be rooted and established in love. Love has to be the motivation for everything we do. We gather here at CWC to love God and to love people. That's why we're having services because we understand there is not just a pandemic going on right now. There is a pandemic of faith and fear that is going on, that people are afraid to step out of their houses. And we have come here today to give you a place of hope, a place of inspiration, a place to say that you don't have to be tied down by fear. Number four, he says, to comprehend God's love. See, how many know that God loves you? Come on. How many know that God loves you? You're convinced God loves you. But to understand, Paul says, I want you to know the height, the width, and the depth of God's love. See, God's love is 3D. It's not just one-dimensional. God's love for you, it goes so far beyond than what we can comprehend. And he says, I want you to comprehend, those of you at home, I want you to comprehend the love of God. And when we do that, then number five, why he says, I want you to be filled with the fullness of God. I don't know, there's a lot of people full of stuff right now. But God ain't one of them. There's a lot of stuff that we're getting filled with. We're getting filled with fear, with anxiety, with doubt. We're getting filled with anger, with bitterness and unforgiveness. Paul says, I want you to be filled with love. I want you to be filled with the fullness of God. When when I find myself being short with my family, when I find myself not being short in forgiveness, I don't need more forgiveness. I don't need more patience. I need more God. Because God is love. And when I have more of God, now I'm calling from the reservoir. And some of you right now are in a season in your life where you are struggling to find a reservoir of love, of understanding, of forgiveness. And that's what the body of Christ is called to in this season. Then we get, after all of that, then we get to verse 20. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond 
anything we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Look, look at the way the, the, the Passion Version puts it. I like the way the Passion says, never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and to accomplish all of this. He will achieve infinitely, infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream, exceed your wildest imagination, and he will outdo all of them for his miraculous power constantly energizes you. Come on, church. Come on. If, if that's you, somebody say amen. So when I say exponential, when I talk to you about increasing rapid growth, what I'm telling you today is that that word literally means rapid change. It means to become more and more rapidly. That It's not something that you have to wait years to see growth take place. Out of some of you have been in Christ for years and there still hasn't been growth. Some of you have been married for years and you're, you talk about how many years you've been married. You've not, you haven't been married all those years. All you've had is one experience 30 times. The reality, and this, this, week, this week, my wife and I celebrate 31 years of marriage. 31 years. But each year we've grown in that. We haven't had one experience 30 times. We've grown in that experience. Your walk with God shouldn't be one experience where you're always trying to survive, just trying to get by. There should be growth in your walk with God. There should be progress in your walk with God. We have to step into a season of exponential. We have to walk into the relationship with God that takes you to a rapid growth instead of like a snail just trying to get by. Now listen, there, there are seasons in your life that you're going to struggle. Come on, church. There, there are going to be times in your life that you're going to go through tough times, that you're trying to grow, that you're trying to, to you're not seeing, you're, you're, you're dieting and you're not losing weight. You're working out, but you're not seeing the gains. You're, you're saving money, but you're not getting out of debt. You're, you're, there's going to be those seasons in your life, but those things should end up giving way to your exponential seasons. Why? Because it's a promise given to you. I didn't say that he was the God of superabundance. Paul did. God did. And even what Pastor Nick shared in regards to offering today, that he is Jehovah Jireh, the God that provides. Come on, somebody. He is the God of exceedingly abundantly, no limits. In fact, the Greek word that's used there, transliterated, literally means superabundantly. And when we're typing out the notes for this, one of our, our, our spell checkers said, you know what, that should be two words, pastor, with a hyphen. I said, no, according to the Greek, it's one word. God is a God of superabundance. No, no, you didn't hear me. He is a God of superabundance. Church, you got to grab this. He is a God of superabundance. He's not the God of just enough, barely enough, just trying to get by. He is a God of abundance. That tells me this, that if you need more love in your marriage, he is a God of superabundance. If you need forgiveness in your family, then he is a God of superabundance of forgiveness. This is not all financial. He is, a God, he is a God of more than enough, not barely enough or just enough. You see, I, I need you to understand this. We, we, we've all found ourselves, you know, in, in the season of COVID. And is the glass half full? Is it half empty? Is the glass, you know, what, what's your perception? How are you looking at things? Listen, in the body of Christ, there's no such thing as a glass half full or half empty. It's always overflowing. It's always overflowing because my God's a God of superabundance. And I need, to, I need to speak this to you real quick. 
I need you to understand something this morning. And I'm speaking to someone right now because you've been struggling. You need to understand that 2020 is still going to be the best year ever. No, 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 no. Let me try this side. Maybe this side gets it this morning. 2020 is going to be the best year you've ever experienced. And the reason I say that to you is that the toughest seasons of your life promote the deepest growth. And 2020 has sucked. I'm sorry, that's a Greek word. That it means it was hard. 2020 has been a tough year. Not just the pandemic. My daughter said after Kobe died, everything went downhill. But the reality is this, is that as tough as a year that we have had so far, you need to understand that that, that blessing or, or a great year doesn't mean an easy year. It's in the struggles that you grow the most. It's in the seeds that you plant today will determine the harvest you're going to have in 2021. And so I don't want to go through another 2020. I don't want to go through another one of these seasons. So I am casting seed. I'm planting seed like crazy into my family, into my children, into the church, into my life, into my marriage, so that when next year comes along, I have a harvest to grow from or to draw from if you're not planting seeds this year you better get to it instead of just complaining and planting seeds of complaint it's time to start sowing seeds of joy of gratitude of blessing L listen to me droughts cause the roots of a tree to go down deeper When you go through tough times and all of a sudden you're not getting the rain and the harvest that you normally would get, it caused plants have this ability to start searching for water. And they go deeper down into the soil, searching for the springs. And right now, some of you are going through a dry season called COVID, called homeschooling. Come on, somebody. You're going through a, through a time of, of uh, tired of being locked up and locked down. And you're, the fear that's going on around you. And right now your roots are, although it may seem dry on the top, your roots are beginning to dig deeper and deeper looking for that source of faith, of hope. And I need you to understand, I want to challenge you today. Those of you watching, those of you here, CWC family, dig deeper today. Go deeper. That in the midst of everything going on, don't give up. Go deep. Twenty twenty is going to be the best year ever, not because it was easy, but because it was difficult. Tough times cause you to make adjustments. Some of you have had to make some adjustments this year in your marriage, your family, your finances, your business. You're creating new ways to educate your kids. You're creating new ways to conduct business and even worship. Now, you know what? There's been more worship music playing in some of your homes than it ever has before. Some of you right now, Sunday mornings, you, that you never had worship going on in the house. This is the only worship or the word that you're getting in the house right now. And the family is hearing the word. They're hearing worship. They're hearing hope. And I want to encourage you that 2020 is causing new ways for us to find God. Come on, somebody. But I want to say this as I, as I get ready to close. You don't get exceedingly abundantly by accident. 
say that again. You don't get to exceedingly abundantly above and beyond by accident. Look, Ephesians, as I want to explain this a little more, Ephesians 3.20. Now, all glory. Everyone say glory. glory. There's a purpose for verse 20. Come on, I need you to tune in, okay? Don't miss this. This is the most important part. There's a purpose for verse 20. I've heard so many people quote verse 20 and yet have so much lack in their life. But verse 20 is a culmination of 14 through 19. And what's the purpose of verse 20? It's not so I could show off and take, take images and selfies on Instagram of look at my car, look at my house, look at my job, look at my new ride, look at these new threads that, that I have. That's not what verse 20 is all about. Verse 20, now all glory. The Greek word glory is doxa. When we talk about a doxology, we talk about giving spontaneous praise to God. That when people look at what God's done in your life, they burst into praise because they see you should be broke, but you're blessed. You should be divorced, but you're married. You should be sick, but you're still healed. I need you to know today, there's something about living a super abundant life that causes the world to stop and say, wow, God's amazing. There's a purpose of verse 20. Exponential has, take a look at this, a purpose for his glory. Everyone say his glory. It has a potential. And it says it's according to, according to what? Come on, talk to me. According to what? His ability. His ability, not yours. I'm struggling. I can't get super abundant. It's not up to you to get super abundant. It's his ability. It's your ability to find the fullness of God in you. It's your ability to surrender to God that then at that moment, the super abundance show up. It's not in your ability. It's his. So exponential has a purpose it has a potential and it has a power it's according to his mighty power not my mighty power his mighty power his dunamis and his energia it's his power and his ability to work things through you it has a power it has a partnership I love this there's a partnership that God says listen I want to partner with you I want to go into business with you you know, we're we're going we're gonna to be on the same team. You know what? I'll be the CEO, but I want to partner with you in this thing. God wants to partner with you today. He wants to be your partner in your marriage, in your business, in your family, in your education, in everything you do. God wants to be your partner. And he says, I want to partner with you. I want to do this with you. I want super abundance to happen with you. And he says this, that I can do infinitely more. Actually, I'm getting ahead of myself. Then he says, I accomplished this, which is according to a plan. God has a plan for your life. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. God's already laid this thing out. I love the fact that he says, I have plans. Everyone say plans. 
Not plan. Plans. Why? Because God knows you're going to jack some things up. God knows you're going to make some mistakes. So I don't have one plan for your life and that if you blow it, then all of a sudden everything's wiped out. I got plans for you, baby. I can reroute your life. You make a wrong turn, I'll reroute you. You make a wrong decision, I'll reroute you. You get off course, I'll reroute you. I got plans for you. I'm going to get you to where I want you to go. He has a plan. He's going to accomplish this. And there's a profit infinitely more. God's already determined. What's your greatest dream? What's your greatest hope? I'll do infinitely more than what you had designed. Then he says this as I close the process. I got more stuff. We'll go over this next week. The rest of this next week. There, there's a process. Anything you could ask or think. Anything that you could ask. Are you catching this? Anything you could ask or think, I'll exceed it. In other words, where your imagination stops, my power begins. I am the God of super abundance. That word super abundantly is three Greek words that come together to form one word. And that's a word hoopa that means over, ek from, from. And then the last one that means abundant. It means the, not abundance is here. We're going to go from abundance to overabundance. I'm going I'm to put you, have you ever, that word hooper is where we get hyper from. You ever see a hyperactive kid? Everyone said I was hyperactive when I was a kid. I don't know where they got that from. But the reality is this, that same word for hyperactive is the same prefix that we get here about abundance. You're not just taken care of. You're hyperactively being taken care of. Just constantly blessed constantly enough, more than enough. God is a God of abundance, of abundantly, abundantly abound. El Shaddai, the God of more than enough. In other words, you cannot, listen, you cannot, you're struggling right now in your walk with God, and you're like, man, I, I feel like I'm so far away from God, I keep blowing it, and you know what, I, I, I'm, I'm exhausting His grace. He is a God of super abundance. You can't exhaust the grace of God. You can't exhaust the love of God. Oh, somebody needs to hear this. You can't exhaust the power of God. You can't exhaust the mercy of God. You can't exhaust the power, the love, the greatness of the God that we serve. He is the God of super abundance today. He's more than enough to meet your need. Can't exhaust it. The woman that Elijah goes over to and says, make me something to eat. And she's like, I'm going to make a cake for me and my son, and we're going to die. Worship team, if you just come join us. She kept on making that bread and that cake, and it didn't run out. The woman that was pouring the oil when her husband died didn't run out. Jesus multiplying the fishes and loaves, it didn't run out. The manna never ran out. 
God's grace never ran out on Daniel in the lion's den. God's grace didn't run out on the three Hebrew children in the fiery furnace. God's power didn't run out. God doesn't run out. Pastor Matt one, one time made this statement, and with this I close this morning. You have to first have an expectation in order for God to surpass it. We have to have an expectation first in order for God to surpass it. Listen carefully as I close. This is it, okay? This is my third close, okay? Pastors are allowed at least four to five, okay? Where your imagination ends, God's power begins. You have to have an imagination, expectation. And church, the problem is, is that we're not living with expectation anymore. We come to church with no expectation of an encounter with God. We go home with no expect, expectation of our marriages being whole. We go to work with no expectation of a promotion. We, we, we get, get up in the morning with no expectation out of life. I want to challenge you today to break out of that. Those of you at home, let's break out of the, the, the just the going through the motions. Let's begin to start expecting something out of life. Start expecting God to show up. Start expecting a move of God. Start Put a demand on the Spirit of God today. Put a demand on your marriage. Put a demand on yourself. Let's start expecting. Everyone say expect. Start expecting. Faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Stand to your feet with me. I threw the worship team off by calling them up here. It's all right. I'm going to have Randy come and take, take the mic with us. And as we close out, we're going to close out with that song. Because that song was so prophetic in what you, what you shared just earlier. Upon, I have to have an expectation for my generation. So that my children can have an expectation for theirs. We, we can't go through the motions. We got to have an expectation for your children. And your children. And their children. Come on, lift your hands all over this place. Father, I pray for every individual right now, my God, that low, low, low living would be broken. Low expectation, my God, would be broken. That no expectation would be broken. Lord, we call right now as heaven and earth is our witness that, Lord, we expect a move of God. We expect breakthrough. Those of you at home, we expect God to come through. We expect the presence of God to show up. We expect a move of God this week. I expect God to break through. Lord, right now in this moment, if, if you right now have found yourself just going through the motion, but you have not found yourself with an expectation, I want you just to wave your hand at me right now. I want to pray with you. I see that hand. I see that hand. I see those hands. I see those hands. Yes. Father, right now in Jesus' name, we expect. Lord God, we put a demand on the Spirit of God. You didn't die on the cross and raise again for us to go through life, my God, in lack. 
Lord God, you provided more than enough, more than enough healing, more than enough breakthrough, more than enough forgiveness. And Lord, we call upon you now in Jesus' name. For those of you that don't know Christ, I want you just to say this with me. Father, I submit myself to you today. I take the grace of God and I apply it to my life. I want to be a follower of Jesus today. I want to pull on the superabundance of God in my marriage, in my family, in my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Lord, we bless your name in Jesus' name. Come on, let's worship for a moment. Come on. Those of you at home, let's just join right back in. Come on, declare it. May his favor be upon you in the thousand generations and your family and your children and their children and their children say may his favor be upon you in the thousand generations and your family and your children and their children may his favor favor be upon you in the thousand generations and your family and your children and their children come on may his favor may his favor be upon you in a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children may your children's presence go before you and behind you and beside you Thank you for downloading this message. For more information on our church, visit us at cwcbayarea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash cwcbayarea.com.